And we welcome to the show the one and only Scott Kaplan. Cappy, how are you? I'm good. Now, I, I didn't scream love boat into yeah, my megaphone. Where, because, where, what's happening? Well, because Mason's not here to do what he does. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, but Mason, is, it, Mason is communicating with Sedano, trying yeah, to make fantasy his, basketball uh, trades. His tech thing. Yeah, he already broke yeah, that. He, the uh, silence is broken. So do, you think, do you think it's <laughs> By the way, I to, could, to scream I, I could go a whole day not being connected. Let me tell you something. No I, issue. I did it a couple of years ago. I did it for... I think it was like eight or nine days, and it was so refreshing. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I, so I mean, nice. it was funny. I offered, what did you do the whole time? We just went to a Caribbean <laughs> island, yeah, and just went to the beach every day and drank and ate, and we went some with some friends and we had a mm. blast. And we didn't look at our phones other than to look at the time. All right. So, oh, I don't think I can. So do before that. you had kids, Sedano yeah, and I. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Sedano and I both worked the Laker game yesterday, and so Cappy and Ramona, I want to put this to you guys. I've been saying because you know I'm a shameless Laker apologist that they're going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Playoffs or play in? It'll be play in. Okay, I think. But now I actually believe it. Yeah. Um, I, think, <laughs> I think Anthony Davis. That was good, John. I was trying to talk myself into it, yeah. but now I think Anthony Davis is pretty much unguardable. Momo, are they making the play-in? I, I thought they were going to make the play-in the whole time because uh, because the teams ahead of them are not trying to be in the play-in. Right, Utah's trying to fall back. Yeah, New Orleans Columbus is trying. New Orleans is trying, but and just, Portland's trying. Yeah, Cap, what do you think? I think they're making the playoffs. You think they'll get all the way up to six? I think so. I mean, well, they're only three games out of the five. Yeah, but that's, here's that's, the flip. Here's the flip side. They don't that. know the tiebreaker on a lot of those. Yeah, games. yeah. but here's the flip side. If they lose tomorrow night. You know, against mm-hmm. Memphis, they're back a good to team. Like twelve or something. Oh, they can drop all the way to thirteen. Thirteen again? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, well, so the teams they, that matter here, I think they'll pass Oklahoma City. And yeah. they, they already have, and yeah. I don't think. And they're kind of resting Shea from yeah. time to time, which is um, like a good reason for me to trade him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Yeah, but also, um, uh, you know, the Jazz, they they're a little too good to completely tank. Right. They can't really tank. Yeah. Because they, but they have wouldn't mind a lottery yeah. pick. But they wouldn't mind if it happened. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think they'll pass those two teams. Yeah. And then you have to just think about Portland and the Pelicans, both of whom. I think you just have oh to pass God. one Could of them. Could you imagine if they have to play Dame in a one-game scenario? Oh. Like, that guy has, like, how many yeah, times has take, he torn yeah. their heart out? Um, I mean, he beat, I, them I, in the, he beat them in the Kobe game. Remember? That's right. He did. In the Kobe Memorial game, yeah. Dame Lillard came into that but, building and, and lit it up. What do you have, 50-something? So, yeah. Right? Here's the flip side of what I saw yesterday. Mm-hmm. And George, I know at least last time we talked to you about this, you were on the opposite side of it. You really don't think the Warriors are going to make a championship run? No. I thought Steph in the fourth quarter was about 30 seconds away from being MVP Steph. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he thought he was going to pull it out too. But I just think that they don't play defense consistently enough. And I think that the thing they lack, okay, and I've had this conversation with people at the Warriors. I've done enough of their games, right, where this seems to be the constant message I get, which is, in previous years, we had veteran guys on the roster that could take those the three best players who sometimes can play reckless and calm them down and also be able to take the young guys and kind of allow them and elevate them. Now, Iguodala came back yesterday and he was like a plus 14 in the first half. Right. He put like six minutes or something yeah, ridiculous like it. that. But I just don't know if I can count on Andre Iguodala okay, so right now. Do Momo, you do, you, do you think the Warriors have a championship run yes, in them? Yes, I do. Yeah. I, well, I think it depends on the matchups for them. Right. They, like there's certain teams I think they'll match up well with. Like they're not beating Denver this year. I'm telling you right now, they're not beating okay. Denver if they play. Okay, them. I know you're hot. You've take. been you've been there a lot with Denver, so I'll I'll roll with you on that. Um, the, the the thing about the Warriors is they remind me a bit of the Lakers in 2011. Do you remember that year yeah. where it was like the fourth year and, and they got blown out in Dallas? Yeah, and everybody yeah. all year long, everybody was like, "Oh, they still got it. They still got that GNA, the championship." And then everybody just and then kept Andrew Bynum clothesline JJ Barea. Yeah, it feels like I could see <laughs> when, the when, I could when they see were the down Lakers. 30. Yeah, yeah. Like even I remember, I'll never forget covering this. Like the Lakers by the way, would LeBron lose by 30. Could have clothesline JJ Barea in the following right? series, actually. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'll never forget like Kobe after the, some of those games. They'd be, they'd lose by thirty and goes, "Call me crazy, but I still think we could win." Like remember, that? like the, right. and Phil would say that, and they were all measured. And so like until the final, the, the final time that they are eliminated, I still believe in them. I don't know why. Nah. Cappy, would you be surprised to see the Warriors make a run? <laughs> George, like, nah. let's say like nah. the Western Conference Finals Not this year. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised just because of who they have and and all of the pedigree, the championship pedigree. But but Ramona, what you just said 
is exactly the way I feel about the Lakers. Mm. You know, like when you're when you're in a team, you have no choice but to believe. It's like earlier this season, I kept saying, "Don't trade Brody. You don't have to trade him. Like this thing can get worked out." Because when you're in a team, you actually have no choice but to believe. Because if you don't believe, then you've you've quit. You've given up. John, you asked the question, can the Lakers still be a playoff team? I still think they can be. Hope you're right. I mean, listen, 31-34, and 34, not that impressive where we are in the season. But when you look at Minnesota, 34-32. and 32. I mean, there's only a few games. It's not like they're chasing Denver or Memphis. I mean, even Sacramento's got 37 wins. So it's just the first two teams. Actually, let me rephrase it. Denver has run away. Everybody else, Memphis, Sacramento, Phoenix, everybody's lumped right there within two or three games of each other. So if Anthony Davis continues to play like he played the last two games, and if, and this is obviously a big if, now we're talking about an if with LeBron rather than with AD, if LeBron is to come back late in the season, if D'Angelo Russell comes back, if this team starts to really believe, I don't see why they can't still get into the playoffs. So you mentioned the Warriors, and Ramona mentioned matchups. Yep. I think Phoenix is going to catch Sacramento. If the Warriors, I agree, get, I agree with you. If the Warriors get Sacramento in the first round, they're definitely winning. And then all of a sudden, but they're then, definitely winning. You just went that strong with it against Sacramento. hundred okay, percent. Okay, okay. You can end up with some bulletin boards. I don't up there. care. hundred percent. I, 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 don't, I, I, I don't disagree I'm with lock, you. I'm lockstep behind Jordan. hundred percent. Then they. The problem is then they got to play Denver because they're on that four line. Yeah, yeah. You know, four, four five, five line. And I think that. I think we are headed for a Denver-Phoenix Western Conference Finals. I wouldn't rule out the Clippers. And if LeBron comes back, which I know is a huge if, I wouldn't rule out the Lakers either. But So so the issue for me with LeBron is if he comes back, John... What is he going to be? What is he? Yeah. Like, like he, he's already got one. To, he's yeah. already got a left foot injury. Now he's got a right blown tire. Okay, like <laughs> you know, like what? What do? You, what is hey, he? Balances out now. What is he going to be? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. It's a fair question. So because uh, Mason's gone, you guys know I love to play sound for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to play something that I played earlier in the show. Um, this is Kike Hernandez. He was asked. By Justin Turner, they were doing a fans Q and A. Now you got to listen carefully because it's a, the audio is not great. No, oh. but he was asked, "What's the most embarrassing thing?" So, so we already played this on our show. Oh, did you? Okay, but so, Ramona hasn't heard. No, it. No, we played it earlier on our show. I'll play for the audience, and yeah. then I'll ask you guys what you think. Here we go. Uh, Kike Hernandez, what's the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to you during a baseball game? 2020 playoffs. I had a tooth infection, so I was taking some antibiotics for my infection and. One of the side effects was diarrhea, and we got a big out in a big situation during the NLDS, and I screamed, how's the aging? And I thought I parted. Uh, I went out to league off the inning, I struck out on three pitches. When I went in the dugout, I went straight to the bathroom, put my pants down, completely sharded. So you're saying you misjudged the part? Uh, no, what I'm saying is I all right, so he admits during a game, Cap, yeah, he sharded that, that he yes, thank you, George. That's a good word. Yeah, um, Cappy, is that does that make Kike more relatable or is it too much information and just gross? Oh my no, god, no, it's it's. it's yes, I mean, Cappy? George George is saying, oh my god, because he probably can predict where I'm going with this. Jeez, I mean, it makes him more relatable to me because I get that. <laughs> in a big way, I get it. Don't That's you remember his story? He pulled over yes, at the hotel. But do you need to share it? Is yes, it you TMI? do. TMI. You do. You need to share it. Because, John, look, I, I talk about this quite a bit. Um, I carry in the back of my car a three-pack of brand-new underpants. That's probably smart. Because you just <laughs> never know when something like this could happen. You know, and, and in particular, and everybody who's listening can appreciate this, as you get a little older... yeah. You think it's yeah, going to be I gas, I haven't gone, and it turns I haven't out to be something to the else. Emergency underwear, yet, me neither. George. I, no. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, try having. It's two not kids. the worst idea in the world. Say. <laughs> Ramona, I get it. I, I've been there. You know, not, I mean, I it's it. not the the number two you're worried about. It's like the oh, the sneeze. <laughs> that's that's more the one you worry about. On your side. That was a very interesting way of putting that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean Ramona, do I have to get you a three pack also? No, no, I'm I, I'm all taken care of. I do the same. I'm not the same thing, but like I, I you know, I've I've learned that as as you say, it's always best to be you prepared. Know, it, don't it, put it, yourself in bad situations. I, I can't believe I'm going to go down this road, but what the hell? Yeah. It's crosstalk. It's kind of amazing that that hasn't publicly happened to someone like 
the Dodgers wear white pants. Yeah. yeah. Most teams do. Yeah. Most home teams do. The road teams wear gray. I'm surprised that that hasn't happened I, in some way, shape, or form I, to somebody in the history of baseball or yeah. football. I'm sure it has or, people it, just it, don't football, talk about it. Oh, no. Mark Schlereth. Why do you think he's called Stink? Oh, that's seriously? <laughs> he's told me the story on the air. Yeah. That's why? Yeah. He, well, he wasn't just farting. He actually... He had to go. He had to go. You're playing for Joe Gibbs. You ain't coming out of the game. You're part but, of the hogs. But the good news back then was you played on a natural grass right. surface. So there was a ton of stains anyway. And there could have been mud. <laughs> you know, and, and if you if you needed to, you just go wow. diving into the mud. Yeah, why do you think he's called stink? Yeah. Wow. That, yeah, like I, quarterbacks putting their hands? Oh. Yeah. Well, he was a guard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not a center. Yeah. All right. All right. I mean, some quarterbacks make Ooh. a mistake and they go to the wrong guy. All right. On so uh, here's here's since you guys already played that one, here's one more piece of sound for you, Sonano. Um, this is the play by play guy's nightmare. Okay. Okay. This guy made a did a good job coming back, but Northern Arizona. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was the guy Sandra Mamushkitas Vili who uh, the uh, Bucks just waved. I'm sure you did one of those games uh, recently. Yeah, I just called him Sandro. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the. Uh, the weirdest one I told you about was was Oklahoma City last yeah, yeah. week with Jalen with two guys yeah. named yeah, Jalen Williams. Williams. They just yeah. call him Santa Clara well, Jalen Williams. Yeah. They just they call him by the. Well, the, I told John to just Arkansas. go Jalen Williams the guard versus Jalen Williams the forward. I think I copped out and just said Jalen Williams every time oh. one of them touched the ball. Yeah. But you know it was one of those deals. So, um, Northern Arizona hit a three to send a, a game against Weber State into overtime oh. this week, but the play by play guy thought the shot won the game. Now he actually covers it. But, um, George, tell me if this is uh, something or nothing, all right? Throws it up court. Here's the shot. Lloyd for the win. Bang! I can't believe it. The Lumberjacks have, the Lumberjacks have tied the game. Oh, no. Oh, no. First of all, he went so big, and then he, he did a Mike Breen bang. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. You but know? it happens. I mean, it really, didn't we, George, no, didn't you we have something recently? You gotta look at the scoreboard. Right, but didn't we also recently play something from Mike Breen where, I think it was Mike Breen, where he also had a, an error along the way, and he had to, like, well, every like, play by play oh, made it's mistakes. gonna happen at some right. point. Yeah, he, he, he had, no, he thought they, the game was over and the referees were reviewing something or something like that. That's not as egregious as that, though. No, I right. feel like it was something else. But no, it was the Celtics-Nets last year during the playoffs. Right, mm-hmm. when uh, Tatum had the layup at right, the rim. Right, yeah. yeah. And By the way, was that cool yesterday, the way they did that doubleheader broadcast? I was surprised. Yeah, that was George, really you cool. may know the background. Was it because somebody else called in sick no, or was that the plan that was all planned. along? It was planned. Oh, wow. It was planned. Did you have to do the second game? No, because ESPN Radio did not have the second game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, I just had the one game. But I, I commend them, man. That's a long day. And it's not like, see, at Summer League, we do back-to-back games all sure. the time. But now you have three hours or four hours in between. Or like in the NCAA Final Four, you'll hear, it's always been Jim Nance. I think he's turning it over to Ian Eagle. Yeah, but they do multiple Nance games in a day. Yeah, would do both games. Right, they yeah, do back-to-back games. But, I thought it was cool as a viewer. Like, you see, okay, here's the Lakers floor, now it's the Clippers floor. Yeah. And those are the same voices. And I thought the same thing. Like, when you're, when you're doing the NCAA basketball tournament, you may have four games, like, through the course of a day, at least in the first round. And, you know, you just do it. You just power through. With yeah. these guys, they already know the rosters for both of these teams. I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't think it was that hard of a deal. I, I actually thought it was, as a viewer, I really, really liked it. You didn't think it was that hard? No, not really. Because <laughs> you've never done it. No, but George, I've been on, on NCAA tournament broadcast where I've had to do four games in a day. Okay. And yeah. I wasn't. And That's I wasn't. A lot yeah. of play-by-play. Because yeah, I, yeah, no, I, but talking I the, is the hard yeah. part. Is no, no, the, I get you, it. If but you're on the sideline, it's easier than doing play. It helps play. to have a three-man booth. It yeah. does. All too. I'm saying is, is that it, to have two games in the same arena with four teams that you know very, sure. very well. That's easier. It's not like the end of the world. Like they couldn't do. It. I thought they did a great job. I thought they had great energy in the second second game, and I thought that the second game provided well, a, lot of, a lot of a lot. I always wonder how. And, and Mark Jackson's a very nice guy, but I always wonder how hard it is for him to do Warrior games. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been doing it for ten years now. But um, you know, had knowing a lot that of he, championship that runs. he had his hands on the wheel and then they went on the run is 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 probably hard. I and think he, he does a good job. I with think it. the hardest part of what they did yesterday was the downtime. Yeah. And in between. Right. Because even though like you'll see the coaches two hours before the other tip, you still probably got at least two hours in between. Yeah, games I did I did anything. that. Like I I got to the Lakers Warriors game 
in like the fourth quarter because I was doing the the night game and right. I, had, I knew I was going to be there till midnight at right. least. Right. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to get there around three. Make sure I catch the end of the Laker Warriors. Do post games so you go listen to all the post game yeah, yeah. press conferences. Then there's still an hour and a half to kill. Right. So you go eat something. You know, you go okay, right. I'll go. And then you're just waiting for. Yeah, and then you're yeah. just and waiting have, around for pre game. They have another game here. Um, I think it's Wednesday, so they're still here. <laughs> I think Van Gundy he said he was Green on an elliptical. Fly, fly back yeah. in between. No, he he's Knicks still here, here too. I just well, the Knicks that. are here Sunday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And then they're doing Sunday, but they're leaving for that. So I had a, a friend, um, a, a colleague. Ramona knows who this is. Anya Brewster is the head yeah. of our hair and makeup at ESPN. Yeah. And she, we were talking about that story about how they did both games. She goes, "The key to that: don't take your shoes off." She goes, the minute oh, I yeah. take my shoes uh, off, you relax. that's it. It's actually really, yeah. really profound. That's yeah. actually good. All right, Super Cross Track provided by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Sedano and Ken. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. App right around the corner, ESPN LA. Yeah, come on. Bing, ba-da-bum. I always love your bravado, Cappy. Which one? Which part? <laughs> you know, Mike Breen and those guys, not that hard. It's not. <laughs> it's really so, not. You're such a ridiculous person. Well, no, listen, let me ask you a question. Have you ever hosted a... You, you've hosted a radio show in the middle of the day on ESPN's National Radio Airwaves, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've come back and done this show. Right, and it's... So, a pain in the ass. I'm not saying it's not a pain in the ass. I'm just saying that it's very doable. I've worked the NCAA basketball tournament for CBS, and I can remember the first time going there going, oh, my God, I don't know these teams. I don't know these players. I don't know these coaches. I mean, it's start from ground zero, and if you're the play-by-play guy, you're doing, I want to say, four games in one day. So, that, I mean, you tell me, four games in one day with schools that you've never heard of before – Versus two NBA games with a nice break in but, between. But no one is talking about the content. I'm talking about the time. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not saying it's it's not a grind. I'm not saying it's not a marathon. I mean, you made it seem like they're just like, you know, hanging out, you know? I'm just saying that I thought... Why don't you be viewer, more respectful to the voice of the NBA, one of the greatest voices in sports, Mike Breen? Okay. That's but it. But I'll flip that, that on you. And respectful. I'll say, and I'll say, why don't you not feel like you have to defend them all the time? All I'm saying is... They were great yesterday. I would not have to defend them if you weren't so disrespectful. I don't find myself to be disrespectful. I'm gonna, you want a, me to ask, he's downstairs. You want me to go find him and go see how disrespectful him. you are? Go find him and bring him in. Yeah. Listen, I, as a viewer yesterday, watched this Laker game, and then when I was watching the Clipper game, which, by the way, let me just take a timeout here for a second and say, I blame you. Okay. Why I do you bl- blame me? I bl- Because I've been a football guy my whole life. And now you're turning me into a half a basketball guy. Well, I mean, you know, it's only like the biggest sport in Los Angeles. I understand, but it's the Lakers. See, last night I find myself watching this Clipper game. I could not see, believe. See, but this is that's where I would I would I would disagree. It's would, not just the Lakers. Lakers, yes, number one. But people here are incredibly knowledgeable basketball people. Oh, stop kissing up to everybody! It's Give me the a truth. Break. When you've won that many, you've won that many games, and you've been in that many big games year in and year out, you become a knowledgeable basketball fan. Yeah, but the the average Laker fan does not watch the Clipper games. 
Uh, I, mm, I mean, listen, I, I'm not mm. saying that I've got data to prove that, and I'm sure you don't have data to prove it either. But what I'm saying is... They hate that, watch them. They, they definitely hate watch them. Sometimes, maybe. Yeah. But last night, as a viewer, okay, I liked that I had that Mike Breen team with Jeff Van Gundy, and and who's the third? Mark uh, Jackson. Jackson. And then later, I was as I'm watching it, I'm going, am, am I hearing the exact same voices? And then I thought to myself, that's super cool. One arena, two different teams, two different floors, same announcing crew. I thought it was great. I loved it. But I didn't think it was like something that was so impossible that they had to fly no, other people uh, out. They didn't say they ran the New York. No one said they ran the New York Marathon. I mean, you know, it's, I, don't I mean, know. I don't know why you think it sounds disrespectful. It does. You're being disrespectful. Listen, I've been on a broadcast where I've watched a play-by-play guy call four games in a day. It's a lot harder than calling two NBA games in a day. Sure, I would agree with that. No one is denying that. But yeah. it's not that it's not. But you're making it seem like the one with two is not hard. No, I'm not saying it's not hard. But that's what it comes across like, you dopey. Only to you. No, because you feel I'm not like the only one that said that. Guys. John and Ramona said the same thing when they walked out. No, they didn't. Oh, you want me to call them? Sure, call them. And okay. get Mike Breen up here, too. Okay. Do they all did. of this. They said it. Ask Bergman. Okay, Bergman. Is that true? That everybody he just was, walked I, out of the room, too. They felt like I insulted Mike Breen. Not insulted, but they made it seem like you didn't think it was that big a deal. It's not. It's just not that big a deal. If, if you had to leave and go, listen, let me ask you this. What do you think's harder to do um, when you're when you're hosting the college football show and you're at the desk and then you got to get into a plane and you got to fly to a game and then you got to call the game that night? I mean, now you're moving all around. Yeah, that's hard. I'm not saying it's not hard. I'm saying that calling two basketball games in one arena with four teams that you know very very well, it's very doable if you're a professional broadcaster. Those guys are the best. It just sounds like you're minimizing. I don't think so. Yeah, it's okay. You're I a minimizer. So. I. Uh, I liked it as a viewer. I can tell you this right now. Oh, I it was great. you know what? You do. You are a maximizer, though. A maximizer only a when it comes to Cappy, though. So I'm a minimizer when it comes to other people. Maximizer when it comes to Cappy. There's no mm-hmm. question. I mean, I don't think you would even deny that. I don't give you. If you feed me some examples, I'd be able to give you a better answer. I mean, whenever it serves you, you maximize. Yes. Which which yesterday it served me perfectly. Right. So I maximized it. You know, like when you go to Yamava, you get the you get the red carpet treatment, don't you? Dude, I the, get the very expensive steak in the steakhouse. That's the, the maximizing of the cappy part. You know, I mean, I, I I get the best beers that they've got on tap. There you go. You know, Cervezas I talk to the, even. I, I talk to the chef and get all the best food that he can make for us. Yeah. What kind of food is he making for you? I mean, those giant glizzies. <laughs> glizzies. You know what a glizzy is? Yes, the hot dog. No, you don't. You don't know what a glizzy it's is. It's a hot dog. All right. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is. They make some big-ass glizzies out of Yamava. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, why do you, you like hot dogs? No, but they make them and they bring them over, and then they're like, look how cool these glizzies are. And I just like saying But they glizzies. don't actually say glizzies to you. No, I say glizzies. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah. yeah, they make giant hot dogs. Yeah. Me, I call them glizzies. Mm-hmm. So I worked very hard yesterday, I want Whoa, you to Whoa, you know. worked hard? Yeah, very hard. You want to know what I was now, doing? Now, harder than working four games at the NCAA tournament? Nope, but okay. harder than working two games yesterday in an NBA arena. I you doubt know? that highly. Let me tell you what I did yesterday. I had to work very hard while sitting at home watching this Laker game yesterday afternoon mm-hmm. to find your broadcast. Because I mean, I'm, it's not that hard. It's on it, ESPN Radio. It was hard for me because I'm sitting at home, and I don't really have a transistor radio in the house. And you don't even need a I, transistor radio. Well, right. I wanted to listen on the app on my phone. Right. But it wasn't as easy as you might think, you know? It just wasn't. Um, but I ultimately... After working extremely hard, very, very hard. I was just going to say, the circle of trust seemed to find it. Not really. A lot of people in the circle of trust were like, how do I find it? Where can I listen? Some people are like, how come Sedano doesn't tweet during the games? And I wrote it because he's working the game. But I had to work hard to find your broadcast yesterday and listen in. (laughs) And I did. I finally found it. I didn't give up. I didn't quit. I wasn't (laughs) like, hey, this isn't just happening for me. I I went to the app TuneIn. Couldn't find it there. Um, I was, I was, did you go to the ESPN app? I did, but I, it wasn't obvious. Like, in other words, when you go to the ESPN app, yeah, you it, go gives, to, you the, you it go gives you the opportunity to watch. It says, watch. No, no, but it. if you go to, you find the, you know where to find the audio stuff on the ESPN app? Um, I guess I eventually did find it. Yeah, you go to the more side, and then oh, you scroll down, do. and there's his audio. Yeah. No, that I didn't do. Yeah. It's not, not that hard. Do. It's two steps. Well, two, well, now, our, you know, most, you know, like, for example, our ESPN LA app for the shows, one tap. But, you know, for the ESPN app, in that situation, you do two app. Well, but don't you understand don't you what I'm serious? getting at? Don't you have Don't Yes, but I wasn't in my car. Wait, but you don't have the app? 
I don't. What's wrong with you? I don't know. It just seems like complicated to me. What's and so I just... complicated? It's the same thing except on your phone. I, do I need a password? Because, you know, I don't know any of yes. my passwords. You yes. Know, I don't know yes. any of those. Yes. You need a yeah. password. All right. You know what I'll do? I'll download the, the Por app. Por el amor right de Dios. Uh, yeah, I'll see what I can figure out here. But um, I mean, yeah. are you paying for the one with the app, too? And not using it? I don't know, but I'm very down on Sirius right now, and I, I'm actually contemplating calling Wait, and tell call. and threatening them that I'm going to cancel my subscription. They'll give you a good deal. That's what I want. I want a better deal. Again, maximizing Cappy. Well, I mean, right now they're minimizing. They're minimizing Cappy. What are they minimizing? You're the one that doesn't know how to figure out how to use it. Well, I used I had Sirius simply so that I could listen to like things like Stern. Right now, I don't have Stern anymore on my Sirius. Now I've got Why? things like. The, I guess because I must have had like a promotional deal or something, and then it ran Wait, out. Wait, I thought it just comes like Stern always comes. No, I don't you think so. Extra yeah, Stern, it's, it's an like upgrade. the upgrade package. Yeah, so, so then get I, the upgrade. Why are you so cheap? Well, there's a big difference between being cheap and broke. And when you have three kids in college, you are not that's broke. Broke. No, you are cheap, not. And there's broke. broke. There's cheap. No, you're not. And then there's broke. You're not broke. And I'm both. Well, no, I mean, again, you got three kids in college. It'll it'll get you, George. And an ex-wife. Don't forget about an ex-wife. No, I know. I told you she better keep her hands off the Lomi. Oh, the Lomi last night was making so much noise. And this morning, what do you mean noise? Not I, that much noise. It sounds like a, like a little bit like a washing machine. No, dude. Last night it was making this crazy ass noise. Why George? was it doing? What did you put in there? Oh, I. I didn't put anything in there. Wait, my wait. daughter put it in you there. You didn't put bones in there, did you? I had no bones. Okay. No bones. So this morning, I said to my daughter, because you know we always spend like 7 a.m. till about 7.45 together in the morning, kind of mapping out our days and whatever. And I said, hey, why did the Lomi make so much noise last night? She goes, I don't know, but it didn't turn all of the stuff into um, soil. Did she not put the appropriate amount of water and the pellet and all that stuff in there? Dude, I don't know. All I know is that it turned into some kind of a weird paste, and she was standing out front of the house this morning with a, in front of the garbage can with a spoon, pulling all this paste. But George, we are recycling old, like, pasta marinara sauce, uh, like, you know, um, what do you call them? Like, the things that they come in, like the glass, whatever they yeah. are. Mm -hmm. And we're recycling those, and we're putting the dirt the compost from the loamy into these things. And we've got two of them so far, two full. And, you know, we're getting ready to start growing Kaplan's Kush out in, in my backyard. Yes. You know, so so the loamy's coming in very Yeah, handy. you got to make you. sure you put the proper amount of uh, liquid in there to make the dirt. And then there's like a little pellet, I think, or something you got to put in there, too. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm, I have a hard time using the dishwasher, okay? Mm. So, you know, if I can't download the Sirius app and don't know my passwords... And now you're asking me to add the Lomi to all of this. It's not easy for me, George. Yeah, I don't know. You, you're just like, you know. I'm challenged. I admit you're that. You're special. I acknowledge it. You're special. Challenged. Yeah. I could use a hug if you really want to know the truth. Why? I don't know. You tell me I'm special. Give me a hug. I Bring mean, it I, in. You're not in. You're not in the same studio, though. Oh, well, I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. I got to come up for Pal Gasol tomorrow. I'm not going to Pal Gasol tomorrow. You're going to disrespect Pal Gasol? No, I, not I I could just say hi to him and just like, hey, Pal, congratulations. Where are you going to do that? I mean, probably tomorrow. I'll probably run into him real quick. Really? Where at? He's going to be, in, you know, he's going to be out here tomorrow. All right. Well, I will be in the house. And by the way, I, he was at a game not that long ago, and yeah. it was already had already been announced. And I think I said to him at that time, I said, hey, congrats on you the. You think uh, or you know? Pretty sure. Nah. I mean, I don't know. have like. I don't have a perfect recollection of the conversation, but it was just a very brief and passing hello. And I know I said congrats about something. It was more than likely that. Really? You don't think it was about something else in his life? I mean, I don't know. Did he have another kid that I don't remember? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I read know. that story today uh, where he was talking about how he's, you know, somebody asked him, like, what are you doing in your post-basketball life? And he said he put about $200 million of his basketball earnings to work in investments. Maybe you congratulated him on being an early stage investor in something cool. Perhaps. Maybe he's like an Uber investor and we didn't, you know, we didn't even know. Hey, right. speaking of which, let's get into last night's or yesterday, actually. It wasn't last night. Yesterday's game a little bit and how Anthony Davis, he's going to give you some hope. But he's also the person that you're just going to be like. When's it going to happen? Yeah. 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 So we'll That's get to all that coming up in just a second. Stick around. Anybody remember the Grammys that year where mm -hmm. Michael sang this song? And he was wearing those really uh, bedazzled socks and those loafers. And that's the first time I know for me in 13 years old, I saw the moonwalk for the first time and lost my mind. I had to know how to do the moonwalk. Can anybody else hear moonwalk besides me? Uh, 
I don't remember. I mean, I remember seeing the videos much later. I was too yeah, young I to see it yeah. live. I don't think yeah. Laura and I were born yet. Yeah. yeah, you weren't born yet. No, no. no. Yeah, well, I was just bar mitzvahed, you know, yeah. and uh, I was 13 years old. And Michael Jackson pulled up his pants just a little bit so you could see his socks. And once he moonwalked across that stage, I went, what was that? I went like the next day and convinced my mom to buy me one of those beat it jackets. You know, the red jackets with the zippers all over the place. Yeah. Yes. I wanted a jerry curl. Um, and I wanted a pair of Capizio dance shoes so that I could do the moonwalk. And now I can just do them in my Air Force Ones. Nice. Uh, yeah. By the way, Arman Mokhtari uh, tweeted us in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. Mm-hmm. He says, at Scott Kaplan, I work at TuneIn. Live games on ESPN LA are blacked out, but we have some games on national ESPN radio. We have Sedano and Cap both live and on demand. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I went to TuneIn yesterday to try and find the broadcast that you were doing. And it just was like a nonstop commercial. So I was like, okay, well, it's, not it's here. probably because of the location. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 It's probably because it's blacked out in LA because it's an LA game. Mm, I didn't think about that. Hey, um, before we move or in on to Southern George, California or whatever. Right. Just want to say happy birthday to my man, Shaquille O'Neal. Daddy, Diesel, Foo, happy birthday. That's right, Chuck. It's my birthday. All right. 51. That's right. See? That's my shack right there. It's damn good. Uh, Siobhan Monterrosa. Hola, Siobhan. Says, Cappy's the type of man who needs a wife, LOL. I say that with love. Well, um, you say that, but I'm going to tell you a story later today, Siobhan, about um, being a single guy this weekend and what that feels like to be a single guy. Not because I've broken up or have been broken up with. No, because Rachel was gone. Rachel was out of town with her girls. Yeah. And that gave me a lot of time that I don't normally have. Yeah. And wow, that is a different feeling. Yeah. Different. I'm not yeah. saying better. I'm not saying worse. Did you feel uh, reinvigorated? I just was able to reconnect with so many people. <laughs> you know. Wait, I mean, you can't connect with people with her? Yeah, I'm I was just, gonna say what. I'm just saying that I probably over the weekend saw about six friends that I spent quality time with. Probably about two hours per person that I just would normally rather spend that time with Rachel. So in this particular instance, when she was gone. I had 9 o'clock in the morning booked, 12 o'clock in the afternoon booked, 3 o'clock in the afternoon booked, all with guy friends. Right. So basically, you hang out with her friends. I, I pretty much hang out with her. Yeah. And, and her friends. And, and don't get me wrong. We see my friends, too. Occasionally. But it's just more of a couple thing. This was just male-on-male <laughs> guy time. You feel, you feel me on that? Bondage? Like just, yeah, total. Oh, I don't know about bondage, but bonding. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you got it. <laughs> I was going to see if you were going to go down that road. <laughs> see if I could rope a dope you there. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, Cappy. Yeah, talk to me. Um, are you happy? Uh, depends. Happy with? Anthony Davis. Very, very happy. I mean, Jesus. I told. Didn't I tell you guys a while ago? What'd you tell us? Didn't I tell you a while ago? What'd you tell us? I'm rooting for Anthony Davis, and if you're not, go to hell. No, that's not what you said. That's not what you said. That's what I said. Nope, 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 no? nope, nope. You what said, did I say? You said Anthony Davis is playing through injury. Yeah. And if you don't have compassion for him, then you should go to hell. Right. Well, that too. That's different. Well, that was the preamble to I'm rooting for AD and if you're not, go to hell. Yeah. Well, look, I said this to you last week, that with LeBron being out, Anthony Davis needs to take this team and really this entire organization, fan base included, and he needed to put it on his shoulders. And in a game where when you're coming off the loss from Friday night, which people probably have like forgotten about by now, but then here comes Steph Curry returning to the lineup, and he's not the only one returning to the Golden State lineup. Most people probably thought the Lakers would be in big trouble yesterday, right? Don't mm-hmm. you think? Yeah. And well, Anthony- I don't know about big trouble. No. I mean, first game back, guys missed like a month. You know what I mean? No, but but I think even going into the weekend, everybody's like, "Hey, you know, listen, this is not going to be well." An th- easy this is not well. It's not going to be easy because he was coming back. Yeah, right. But having Steph come back makes the Warriors that much better. Yeah, but if you're going to get him, the first game is the one you want. Yeah, and Anthony Davis was just phenomenal yesterday. I mean, he was just great. I I wish he would not take three point shots. You know that. But he was one for three from three-point range, so not terrible. Hit but, a big one, yeah. But I, I just got to say, this is his time. 
The only issue is, and it's it's actually it's quite sad actually, that instead of everybody being like, "Yeah, AD, this is your time. This is you, AD. This is your moment." Instead, everybody's saying this. Yeah, he's only going to get hurt here soon. We know that. And I hate that for him. I feel bad for him in that, that way. That everybody just assumes that he's going to get hurt at some point and not be available. Well, unfortunately, it's been his recent history, particularly with the Lakers. But hopefully not the case, to your point. I mean, look, he's the reason to believe in the Lakers, and he's also the reason to not believe in the Lakers. You, you've just said it very well. If he is healthy and he plays anywhere near like he did yesterday, he gives you a reason to think, you know what? Why not? On the other hand, because he's been hurt so often, most people probably are just waiting like, well, it's, it's bound to happen at some point. And that's just too bad, you know? I mean, I think. But, man, he played his ass off yesterday. And he when did. Steph started coming, when Steph, you know, Steph started to get hot there in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And you're thinking, uh-oh, uh-oh, because, I mean, it got to a point where, I mean, the game was tied and, I mean, look, the Lakers got out to a great start. Well, you know, the Warriors only had, you know, they never led uh, after 7-4. to Like, the Lakers led pretty much, they tied once, and then they got within one a couple times, but they never led after that. But they did have, in the first half, they had a really big lead. I mean, the kind of lead. Oh, they were up 32-12. to Right. They had a 25-8 run in the first quarter and then gave up a 28-8 run in the second. (laughs) Isn't that the amazing part about the NBA? And everybody knows this, that if you're an NBA fan, you know that runs happen in games. But the Lakers had such a monster lead, but it's not safe. Just the same way that the Lakers had a 27-point deficit a couple games ago, and they were able to come back and win that game. And you see what happened yesterday with the Clippers, where they gave up, George, 51 points to Memphis without John Morant. 51 points in yeah. the third quarter, only to come back and have a huge run of their own and wind up winning the game. But that's that's why I tell you, you need to watch the NBA, because that stuff happens every night. Yeah. 20-point leads are like nothing now. Yeah, Yesterday was a great day of watching NBA basketball. I got to say that. I mean, it really was. Did you watch uh, the Phoenix game or no? Um, A little bit, and a little bit of the Knicks and the Celtics also. That was a good one, yeah. Well, you know, what's interesting about that is They were all good. Yeah, because we look at the Lakers' schedule, and we're trying to figure out, like, what they could possibly do, obviously, tomorrow night against Memphis. And then you think that the schedules kind of get lightening up a little bit. But when they play the Knicks on Sunday... The way the Knicks have been on fire recently, you cannot overlook those guys. No. At all. No, they're playing well. Yeah. And I they're mean, a good they, – you know what the difference with the Knicks is? No, I don't. Tell me. They play hard every night, which doesn't – it is not a guarantee in the NBA over 82 when a team is coming off like back-to-backs or like, you know, three games and four nights or even worse, five and like seven or six and eight or something ridiculous like that because the schedule catches up to you and you're just – you're human. You're, your body can't react the same way. Whereas those guys, Tom Thibodeau, it's it's great for a while, but eventually, you know, that's why they call him Tibbs Minutes because he runs your guys into the ground. Like, you know, yesterday, Emmanuel quickly in that game, he played like 55, 56 minutes. Like, oh, my God. Now, I get he's young, but, you know, eventually that stuff's going to catch up to you. Do you pronounce the H in Thibodeau? It's Thibodeau, but they call him Tibbs. Yeah, I was going to say, man, I, I didn't know that there was an H pronouncing that. Yeah, it's Thibodeau. That's Not, how what is that's how you pronounce his last name, but mm. his nickname is Tibbs. Yeah, I was going with Thibodeau. Nope, Thibbs. Okay, gotcha. Thibodeau. Got it. Tibbs. I will say this, so again, George, Anthony Davis, if ever there was a time for him to say, I'm your leader. Yeah. Give me the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to put this organization on my back. Well, Look and by it. the way, they came off an, uh, a loss, a heartbreaking loss that he played great in against he had Minnesota. 39 points on Friday night. That's right. And his coach, his coach got his back in that scenario because in that post game, in that post game, Darvin Ham, I, I thought you would have talked about this sooner. I feel like this is right up your alley. Oh, Darvin it's all motivation. You, Ham you know it. called them out. Mm hmm. It was a time that we just looked like we were playing in mud. We weren't playing fast enough. We weren't getting any stops. Um, so once we were buckled down on defense, you know, that gave us a chance to get back into the game. We were able to call some bad shots and turnovers, get some rebounds and push it, play fast. And um, that, that really helped us. But we have to play like that. It can't be because of pressure. We have to play like that, whether there's pressure or not. That's how we have to play. And it just too many times I felt like our energy was off, our effort was off in certain plays. 
we didn't seem to have any urgency. It's like they're playing, to, you know, they're fighting for their life as well, trying to get into the postseason. And they had that urgency. We didn't. And, um, you know, that's something we have to address. And um, we talked about it in, in, in post game, but tomorrow we look at it on film and then try to come out and have a better performance on Sunday. There you go. And they did. They came out firing on Sunday. I will say this about Darvin Ham. I, I really have grown to like him. And, and I say that because I didn't really know Darvin Ham. You know, yeah, you can hear about, oh, he was a player, and, you know, you can read about his background and the tough life that he's had coming up. Um, and, you know, championship pedigree as an assistant coach, but didn't really, really know what we were getting. And, and everybody was, oh, well, he played for the Lakers at one time or whatever, or coached for the Lakers. You know, he, we know him. Not really. Not, not really, really. I think we've gotten to know Darvin Ham a lot better this year. One thing I love about the guy is he's not afraid to be honest. He's not necessarily nasty about it. He's just honest about it. Really grown to like Darvin Ham, and I know that he's a huge listener to the station, and he particularly loves this show. So, thank you, Coach. Appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know which part was funnier. Was you saying he's honest about being honest? Yeah. Or he <laughs> he's very honest about truth. He's very truthful about honesty. I don't know if that was the funnier part or the part that you're blatantly lying saying that he listens to the show. I am not blatantly lying. I just live in my own world. Yeah. And in my world, he's a big fan. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, because I saw him yesterday. He didn't bring up anything on the show. Really? Not one thing? Nope. He didn't say, hey, I heard about Lindsay's car being towed nope. from her apartment building? Nope. Nope. He nope. didn't say, like, hey, I heard about Laura nope. and her crappy apartment building and, and the fact that she's nope. got no heat and cold water? Nope. None of that either. Hmm, that's kind of weird. I mean, like Frank Vogel would bring stuff up like that to me. And listen, I love them. I love them both equally. But, um, but he would. Frank was a listener to the show. It was different. Yeah, I don't love them both equally. I love Darvin more. Okay, right now because he's the coach of the Lakers. Ah, I see. Again, maximize Cappy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you have it. All right, coming up next, Cappy. Let's get into your boy Derek Carr. Derek Carr is a rich man. <laughs> Let's get to Derek Carr coming up in a second. Now, this is before or after he bit a bat in the head or whatever, allegedly. I believe this is after. Yeah. You ever see Ozzy Osbourne in concert? No. Yeah, I was like one of those kids at like 13, 14, 15 years old. You know, all those heavy metal concerts. Motley Crue opens for Ozzy Osbourne. Mm -hmm. And there I was, taking in that secondary smoke. Back then, mm -hmm. it was reefer smoke, George. Reefer. Reefer. That's right. Mm. That's way back when. <laughs> reefer and doobies. That's right. People were smoking doobies, and they were blowing out reefer smoke. There you go. You know? Back then, it was like, ooh, that guy over there, he's smoking marijuana. You know, now it's like, see that guy over there? He's not smoking marijuana. He's the only guy here not smoking. And back then, they didn't even smoke the good stuff. It was very mid. Well, there was no good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was all like seeds and stems, and you didn't know what you were getting. You know, nobody knew what indica was or sativa was. I mean, nobody knew any of that stuff. Back then, you had to beep your guy. Then you beep him, and then he'd call you back, and then you'd tell him where to meet you in an alley. Then you'd look around, you're like, yo, how much for an eighth? You know, or even dime bags back in the day. Not that I know about any of this stuff, it's just what I heard. I don't really know anything about this stuff. Mm -hmm. Just what I heard. I heard that Derek Carr signed a big deal. Uh, four years, $150 million. It's $100 million in total guarantees, although that's also not technically accurate because it's really 60 million guaranteed in the first two years and they can get out of it fairly easily after those two years the saints are actually a really good team in regards to kind of managing the cap um but i look here's what i think of this cappy let me hear i think for Derek carr it's brilliant he goes to the worst division in football mm -hmm. and he's clearly the best quarterback in that division can you name the starting quarterbacks for the other teams well in tampa bay you got tom brady correct no, they in, don't. Uh, yeah, no, no. no. In he's, Atlanta, he's, you he doesn't Atlanta, play there anymore. Oh, you got in Atlanta. You got Matt Ryan, Matty nope, Ice. Nope, he's not there either anymore. Uh, in Carolina, you got Sam Darnold. Uh, well, actually, you do have Sam Darnold. I believe. Yeah. yeah so. No, I mean, I, I agree with you. the 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 division itself is not good. Yeah. And in the AFC West, he's the fourth quarterback of four teams. Right. At at and at best, he's the third. Uh, yeah. I'm, okay. Right. I mean, I'll give you the Russell Wilson first year in Denver, but. 
neither of those guys were any good, really, and their yeah. teams weren't very yeah. good. But can you name the other? Can you name who the Atlanta quarterback is? The Atlanta quarterback is this kid they drafted out of Cincinnati. They is this, think... it's, see. I love when you do that. I love yeah. that. I love the because I do that too. That's how I I start trying to think in my head. Right. Yeah. What's the kid, Cincinnati Bearcats. Right. You know, played in the college football playoff. Uh, Ritter, Desmond Ritter. I would never have gotten Desmond Ritter. No chance. Yeah. No now, chance. Now, Tampa Bay, no chance you will get Tampa Bay. Do they have a starting quarterback? They do have Bay? technically a guy who would start at quarterback if they played games today. You know, I'm just thinking here for a second. Who was Tom Brady's backup? Was it a guy? Was it Mike Glennon or nope. something weird nope. like that? Nope. No? Nope. Give me a hint. Nope. Uh, he on. played at the University of Florida. Uh, Tim Tebow. <laughs> he also played at the University of Florida, but he is not the quarterback uh, in Tampa. Uh, Danny Werfel. Nope. He also played at the University of Florida, Did not play. does not play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Steve Spurrier. Nope. Uh, Kyle Trask. Who? Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask? Yeah. Never heard of him. Yeah. How about Anthony Richardson? No, he's just at the uh, Underwear Olympics this past weekend. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, so, so we've got whoever the quarterback is now for Tampa that you say. Kyle Trask. Okay, and then you got the quarterback from Cincinnati, University of yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, Desmond Ritter. Of Atlanta. Yeah. And then as Carolina goes. It, there's multiple quarterbacks, but Darnold is the guy if he's healthy right now. I don't think so, man. I mean, right now. Yeah. It's I TBD, I would say. Mm-hmm. But He's good, I, but, TBD. But Dar- I would give you Darnold because he played the majority of the games. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, look, you, to your point, though, Derek Carr is going to a division where he immediately, by virtue of the other three teams in the division, literally not having a starting quarterback yet. Yeah. I'd say Atlanta's the only one that maybe even has close to a starting quarterback. Right, because the kid played at the end of the year and he he they drafted him early yeah. and yeah, it's et cetera, right. et cetera. But Derek Carr becomes the best quarterback in a division that has no quarterbacks. Correct. And here's the other thing that works for him. You want to know what else works for him other than Tell the me. obvious the money? Yeah. Uh ego. Do you know what I mean by ego? Um egotistical? Yes, that is obviously short for uh or the longer version of ego. Oh. But ego in this sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wanted to go to the Jets, right? Because he flirted with the Jets. Mm -hmm. But the Jets, he was always going to be the fallback option. They have their eyes set on Aaron Rodgers. And it's now, and he probably didn't want to wait around to see what happened with Aaron. He wanted to make his move first, which is smart, smart business. And he was option number one with the Saints uh, because of his relationship with Dennis Allen, who was once his coach with the Raiders. which, Which I question that relationship, you know? I mean, it's put it this way. If Jimmy Garoppolo shows up in Vegas, you think to yourself, well, Jimmy G played and Josh McDaniels was their offensive coordinator. If Tom Brady becomes the quarterback of the of the Raiders, you go, okay, well, he knows Josh McDaniels. They've won a bunch of Super Bowls together. Dennis Allen coached Derek Carr for all of about, what, six games, eight games? Derek Carr's rookie season? I mean, Derek Carr also, like, had only coached, only played what? What was it? Six, seven games for Rich Passaccia too, and he loved that guy. Um, yeah, a lot of guys loved Rich Passaccia, and it was probably a big mistake by Mark Davis to not keep him around. Yeah, and move him out for John Gruden, which turned into a disaster. But yeah. but I think this Derek Carr, to his credit, he goes to a weak division. Mm-hmm. He goes to a place where he never has to worry about weather mm-hmm. necessarily. Playing indoors, mm-hmm. Atlanta plays indoors. Tampa mm-hmm. plays in good weather. Mm-hmm. Carolina plays in decent weather. Mm-hmm. Plus, think about this, George. We've all ridiculed Derek Carr for having this really bizarre Southern accent that he has. Oh, and by the way, didn't Allen draft him, or was any part of the staff that drafted him? Yeah, he was his coach's rookie season. Okay, so then, so they have a relationship. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like they worked together for five. Right, but years. He, he drafted him. He believed in him at the time when no one else believed in him out of Fresno State, and then you know, I'm sure that was even prior to his uh, cowboy twang. Yeah, well, all I know is this, is that now Derek Carr can go on down to NOLA. He can talk like this, and nobody's going to think one thing about it. You know, I'm going to be able to pass the ball. I'm going to be hot, real hot, because now I got Archie Manning in me. You know, I had Kenneth Stabler when I was with the Raiders, and I talked like this, but now I got Archie Manning in me. So I don't know why he talks with this southern accent, but he's going to fit in perfectly in New Orleans. They're going to love him there. I mean, you know, if he's good. Taken over for Drew Brees. I mean, that's that's really what this comes down to, right? I mean, they haven't had a quarterback. They haven't had consistency at quarterback since Drew Brees. Uh, yeah, right. It's been Jameis. It's been uh, Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill right? Yeah. yeah. 
Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle. Right. right. Yeah. So, but, you know, $100 million, you, you hear that number, and, you know, the, the, the reports were guaranteed $100 million, and you point out that it's not really, really, it's more like 60-plus million, you know? Um, but if you think, like, gosh, that's a crazy amount of money for a very middle-of-the-road NFL quarterback, yeah, that's what middle-of-the-road quarterbacks get paid in the NFL. You know, I mean, Geno Smith is getting a big money contract in Seattle. Uh, Daniel Jones is probably going to get a big money deal with the New York Giants. These are middle of the road guys. And these aren't upper echelon guys. This is not in the class of Patrick Mahomes or any of these, you know, top level guys, Jalen Hurts, whatever. But listen, I I like it for Derek Carr. I think it's, you know, it, it probably provides more consistency at the position than the Saints have had since Breeze retired. Yeah, they're going to have stability, at least for a couple years until they can get out of his deal in two years. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. I mean, $100 million in total guarantees but, is the headline. But here's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. now what happens? So the Jets find themselves in a very precarious situation, which I think is hilarious. Uh, they're all in on Aaron, but let's say Aaron and the Packers. Would, would you be stunned if Aaron and the Packers reconciled? I again? fully expect that to happen. Right. So then, all of a sudden, and Jimmy G, if you had to expect where Jimmy G goes, Raiders, right? I would think the Raiders would be probably the top place. Right. So the Jets could end up going back to Zach. Or could the Jets possibly... Go, trade for Lamar Jackson? Possible. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying it's it's impossible. I'm just saying it's, it's... I think Lamar Jackson ends up with the Ravens. I don't think so. And then Geno Smith, who they were kicking the tires on, just signed the deal with Seattle. Right. Yeah. So it's like, this is going to be, this quarterback carousel that we've discussed for months is going to end up being hilarious. Somebody's going to get left um, without a chair to sit in. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be like, um, you know, like, what's the game that, the, the, what's the game the kids play the uh, with the chair that they take the chair out? Uh, you mean like where the music is playing yeah. and everybody's yeah. got to sit down? Musical, Musical chairs. chairs. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Or like Duck, Duck, Goose in a lot of ways. I will say this in terms of quarterbacks. I'm going to be real curious to see what happens tomorrow because tomorrow is the Lamar Jackson decision. You know, what are the Ravens going to do? You got to assume that they're going to, I mean, they said they're going to work till the wee hours to try and get a deal done, but assuming that they don't because they haven't by now, you got to figure they're going to, they're going to franchise the guy, but then it's determined, you know, what, which franchise and then could they possibly move him thereafter? I think the Lamar Jackson thing is the most interesting thing going right now. We're like 24 hours from finding out what's going to happen. Yeah, them and him and Aaron, obviously. So Aaron Rodgers this weekend will be here in Southern California at a charity flag football event at Saddleback College on Saturday. Mm. I will be there. Oh, you're going to ask him? I 100% I'm going to ask him. Okay, well, ask him. I'm going to. 